nobody's ever seen his face. Why? Because he kills everyone who does. Cool. No, not cool. Eh, a bit cool. Welcome, everybody, to Back in My Day. My name is David Petrangelo, and this week, the not-so-stereotypical millennials are once again going back to last year. We are talking about our favorite five movies of 2023. As always, and as it was with our TV shows, it is an incomplete list, so do bear with us. We haven't seen everything. We probably never will see everything, but we're doing our best. These are our favorites of 2023. But this week, I am lucky enough to be joined by... Michael R. Power. Walter. And Mina Power. Amazing. All right. We have just, uh, we've actually just finished recording our favorite TV shows of 2023, but you can find it on your podcast feed previously, where we talked about a whole bunch of different shows, honestly, a couple of crossovers. But for the most part, as we just before we hit record, we just said, you know what, our lists were actually pretty different. So we have uh, a good variety of picks uh, to check out for 2023 as far as TV shows go. And we will see how the movies go, because this year, um, I think, was a very interesting one. I think things got a little bit back to normal as far as box office stuff goes, or as far as blockbusters and things like that. Of course, we had Bob Barbenheimer, which is like a whole other phenomenon that you can discussed for days i think um definitely had a had a huge uh impact on what happened at the box office this year and we did our uh, homework on that one dave we hey we did our homework on that exactly yes, i'm um, glad someone did yeah yeah at least at least some of us did our homework yeah no um so again it, it's 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 a very interesting year there's a lot of really big movies um there's definitely a few that that uh, a lot of us have, haven't seen but as far as what we've seen these are going to be our top our top five movies um, and you know what? Why don't we just go in the same order we did last time for our TV shows? Why don't we start with Mike and we'll go around the table and uh, and and have our, our favorite five from the year. Mike, you are up first, sir. Do the honors. All right. So, yes, it was a good year for movies. Actually, I think it was a good year looking at my list. There's a lot of good movies that I saw. And there's a lot of good movies that I didn't see. But, um, you know, White Power and I, we had a... Our, our second child into the world so you have to uh, excuse us that i didn't get we didn't get to see any movie and i didn't see barbie you are not excused the year. You, you are not um, excused <laughs> i feel like i missed the boat it's like squid game all over again it's like i missed the boat and now <laughs> it's gonna be part of my personality that i'm i'm just not gonna ever watch it so <laughs> that's just how it is. so number five for me is uh a movie called it might be like a bit of a surprise that this is on my list to you guys but it's called we just watched it we're trying to do our homework catch up Mm-hmm. on us some really good movies from, tw- from 2023 so we watched it just the other night and it squeaked into my list at number five that's the creator when the war started they protected me took better care of me than humans would have they're not people maya it's just programming i uh, don't know if you guys have heard it's of this big. movie but you guys know i love my blade runners i love my science fiction mm-hmm and uh, it's a Gareth Edwards directed movie, which I think you guys have to watch it. And my short review is that it's his Star Wars. This is Gareth Edwards Star Wars. Yes, he directed Rogue One, but I feel like this is everything. He it's his wanted. Star Wars that isn't Star Wars. It's yeah. everything he wanted to to 
say that he couldn't say in Star Wars in you know Rogue One because it's and yeah all the ideas in his head and he got them out through this creative outlet through this like just mm-hmm. its own story he created a whole like it's totally unique it's not based on any previous IP and it's just incredible it's just it's just it makes you think it'll sit with you for for days and um anyways I know he's a good director you guys obviously love him he directed Rogue One one of your favorite movies. And um, famously, like Tony Gilroy got parachuted in to kind of help him finish off the parachuted movie. So this movie is kind of <laughs> this movie is kind of his own thing, and I'm t- it looks amazing. It, it looks amazing, and the story is also great. So check out the creator if you haven't seen it. If you like sci-fi, there's just unique ideas introduced every five minutes that you've never seen before, and it's visually stunning. Um, so I, I I am dying to fan, press play. I'm dying to press yeah, play on this movie. I don't know why I have fan, it. Yeah, like we Disney are. Plus. It's a must. It's a must watch, in my opinion. So that's my number five, the creator. Nice, nice. All right, uh, Mina, is it also your number five? It is not. Ah, what a twist! Ah, what a twist! A twisty twist. <laughs> a twisty twist. Um, <laughs> my number five might get me kicked off the podcast. Oh no! But it Uh-oh. is Guardians of the no Galaxy way. Volume Three. Nice. Why would that get you <laughs> kicked off? Because it's so low. Welcome. I thought you were going to say it's, it's, it's low. <laughs> oh my god! I, I would not low. say if is Shazam might be my number one if it's the worst movies of the year. <laughs> Although Zachary Levi thinks that it was Oscar gold. Now, apparently, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're just uh, all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> We're all wrong. He's right, guys. Um, anyway, Guardians. Um, I, I thought it was a really fun movie. Um, it was a great end to the trilogy. Um, I think I don't. I think we talked about it at some point this year, but mm-hmm. I think I said that Guardians of all the MCU trilogies, the three movies are my highest. Yeah, because you went and watched all the Marvel movies, right? So it was ended up yeah, being went, like really high up in your collective ranking and everything. Yeah. All my all the Guardians ones were high for me. Um, the other ones all had kind of like a slip or two. Um, but mm-hmm. Guardians, all but three MCU were MCU trilogy is Guardians, in your opinion, right? right. That, yeah, that's, that's hard to disagree with. Like uh, James Gunn is is just yeah. I'm so it's just a you. really fun movie. Um. I have to give props to just kind of going back to its roots and focusing on like this universe and this story. Like there's no multiverse nonsense and like (laughs) trying to pull together however many movies there are now Mm -hmm. and just making it like super convoluted and overthinking everything and things not making sense. It was nice to just have like another like Marvel movie that was just a movie. James um, Gunn telling the story he he wanted to tell, right? Like it's, yeah. you can tell he has full control. It sure feels story, that way, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. his baby. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I enjoyed it. Number five. Um. Guardians. Nice. Guardians three. All right. Uh, Mr. Ian Walter, is it yes. also your number five? No, it's not a surprise <laughs> pick, though. I'm gonna keep Guardians. asking. Is it also your number three? Is it also? Yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere on his list. We know um, it. It's there. Yeah. It's just where it's is it? There. Yeah. No, it's a good. Good comment about the Guardians trilogy. It's funny. I just checked our back in my day collective ranking, and beyond the Avengers films, we have Thor, Captain America, Spider Man, and Guardians right there in the top ten. Right. So, right. you know, it's you know those are solid trilogies for sure. So, 
Good pick, Mina. Uh, for me, we mentioned I was the man on the ground this summer, seeing everything in theaters as much as I could. Um, but, uh, you know, that the excitement that we kicked off with the Barbenheimer, that was quite the opening weekend. And uh, I thought uh, Barbie really blew me away. So it's funny, Power, I like your pick of the creator. Just missed my top five. Ooh, uh, my number five it. is Barbie. Oh. But there's, there's this funny thing where um, I likened, <laughs> I wrote an article that I titled, it's on uh, marvelousmoviemagic.wordpress.com. Is Barbie a superhero movie? And I likened it almost to a brand becoming the first sentient AI kind of idea. <laughs> so there's your creator for you, Power. Uh, but no, to being real, the uh, the Barbie movie really just kind of exceeded my expectations from the jump. And uh, it was a fun experience going out and seeing it on opening weekend and seeing Oppenheimer as well. But uh, Barbie landed in my top five for sure. Greta Gerwig, you know, Ryan Gosling, Kennergy, um, Mar- Margot Robbie as Barbie. You know, the whole cast was pretty good. So Barbie was his. Nice. Yeah. Hits, hits number five. Okay. My number five. I think this is the pick that may be on no one else's list. Um, and it's one that. I had a little bit on my radar in the, in the first couple of weeks leading up to it. And then I just, you know, I watched it in the morning with my coffee. It was like a short 90 minute movie. Um, we're talking about how so many movies are just so stupid long now and it's hard to fit them in. It's like, oh, Oppenheimer's three and a half hours or three hours plus. Well, I'm going to watch the one that's 90 minutes instead. That's kind of one of the reasons why I hit play on this over something else that particular day. Um, and this is No One Will Save You. This movie is sort of the thriller horror pick on my list. Um, last year, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies did that. And this is sort of in, in that place. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies still to me is, yeah. I can't stop thinking about that movie. It's yeah. just so goddamn good. I love that movie. Anyways, No One Will Save You is one of those movies that does a lot of different things with a thriller and horror premise, including having, I think maybe 50 words spoken in the entire film. I think maybe that's it. If that, if that, I don't even know actually what it is. Um, Yeah. There's, there's, there's characters that are yelling or panting or or screaming or what, but as far as words go set like full sentences, maybe just a handful and that's it. Um, It does a lot of really cool things with, with um, like an alien invasion type of thing ideas. It has, scenes and shots and concepts that are just produced and shown much better in my opinion in this movie compared to others that have tried to do the same thing over the last 20 years and it follows a central character who is going to be playing abby in the last of us in season two ah there's your caitlin dever pick there's the caitlin dever pick and and she is a smart character reacting and doing smart things in a difficult situation which in many horror movies does not happen so that's in itself refreshing in some ways um so it's a great movie it's an easy watch it's not super scary and it does interesting things and fun inventive things with a genre that we've seen for honestly like 60 years at this point so no one will save you is my number five right on all right so, okay, I wanted to mention this up front, but I just wanted to go on record and say how crazy it is that a year passed and there's a Marvel movie that I haven't seen. 
I just, I can't believe that <laughs> I've seen every single Marvel movie in theaters, most of them twice, some of them four to five times. It's a watershed moment. The fact that I haven't seen a Marvel movie in theaters again. A lot of stuff happened this year. Which is which one? Like Power and which I. Which is the Marvels. The Marvels. Right? The the Marvels. Marvels. Okay. I still I haven't went, seen I it either. Didn't see a Marvel yeah. movie. It's a shame. It's all a shame. But other than the Marvels, I saw every other. A comic book movie that I could see all the uh, DC ones, all the Marvel ones, and I'm sorry, others. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, Mike. And so no, sorry. I love them. You want to be sorry? I love them. And <laughs> number four is a com- comic book movie, and is a is a is a Marvel movie, and that's Guardians one three. So okay. I love I love James Gunn. I'm honestly like I'm I'm I hate the way Marvel treated him, and 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 like I wish he stayed with Marvel. But good for him to go into DC. And not only do we live in a world where I didn't see a Marvel movie, we live in a world where I'm more excited for the next DC movie than I am the next Marvel movie. It's it's crazy times, boys. It is crazy. Oh, times. oh wait, hold on. I, I, I see. I see. Howard, Ian. You're breaking my heart. Yeah, I see Ian leaving. <laughs> you're his going room down a path that he is heading follow. towards. He's heading towards Mike's no, place, and he's about am... to murder Michael. <laughs> well, I'm so excited to see what James. Oh, Ian is right behind you. Do not look behind you, Mike. He is about <laughs> oh, God, to punch you. Very face. Marvel heavy podcast <laughs> is about to become like a Marvel versus DC podcast. Yes. Am <laughs> I gonna rep DC? There's no friggin' way. Like. I I've been ripping on DC for how many years on this podcast, but the fact that you know James Gunn, I mean, DC did the smartest thing, and they went in and they scooped mm-hmm. up James Gunn after his, the mistreatment of him by Marvel. So, and so to be fair, got- we have yet to see his vision. We did uh, have a little spot on back of my day talking about the announcements and everything sounded mm-hmm. really yeah. good, mm-hmm. and we have yet to get there. So there is promise, yes. but but, yeah. but like I'm so happy that Marvel did the right thing in the end brought him back allowed him to finish off his trilogy, trilogy yeah and this and is an well, incredible right? movie and well, incredible yeah. movie and the reason why i'm so excited to see what he has what he's going to do with dc is because a lot because of this movie because this movie is so good it just reminds me how masterful james gunn is at telling and out of adapting these like comic books and so um like i love guardians 3 was amazing i think mina you might be right it might be the best um marvel trilogy because all three movies are incredible including this one i saw it in the theaters one of the few movies i saw in the theaters and it was just it's got heart it's got humor it's got something to say and a message at the end and um i'm 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 just yeah i'm i, I love it and I'm, I'm with james gunn and until he proves me wrong i'm gonna be rooting for him and i'm going to be actually lining up to see a DC movie for the first time in a long time. And so DC when he when his Superman movie comes out next year. There's also no MCU movies coming out next year, so that could also be the reason why. I'm next year? No, you mean yeah. this year? Or 2024? I meant whatever. Oh, okay. Time is a time's a yeah. flat. So circle. actually, well, there's yeah, Deadpool, there's Deadpool but, three, which is like um, they're, you know. Yeah, I'm more excited to see what James Gunn's gonna do with the DC universe than Deadpool. So that's basically what I remember. But yeah, so the Guardians three. This is my number number four. Number four. All right. Uh Mina, you're up next. All right. My number four. Um, Mike has actually mentioned it, and that's the creator. Nice. Um, wow. I'm gonna okay. go into I gotta watch this to, movie, man. Damn it. It's it's really good. It um a great sci-fi movie. Like I said, it it makes you think. Um it was just I don't want to spoil too much about it because it was nice. I think one of the things too is I knew nothing about the movie going into it and it just really surprised me. So 
Um, also, what's her name? Allison Janey. Mm-hmm. I've never not seen her in a comedy before. And she was a, she really surprised me in this one. Um, she did a really good job portraying her character. Um, Badass in that movie. She's and, a little girl. Uh, no, Allison Allison Janey. Oh, She's Allison. a colonel. Oh, okay. In the US. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really good. I recommend it. Um, the creator at number four. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, this is like it's literally been on like a watch list that I have on like on on, on right up there with the Northman, right, Dave? Right up there with the Northman, <laughs> which is first on my list. Anyways, I'm gonna keep saying that, but I shouldn't. Um, I'm just gonna dig myself a bigger hole. Dig up, stupid. One of those. Um, okay. Uh, Ian, right? Yeah, Ian's up next. Oh yeah, I see what you mean, Allison Jenny. Yeah, I, I yeah, couldn't put the face great, to the man. name, but yeah, she she was getting that oh. for sure. Uh, the creator just missed my top five. Um, you know, it's it's a great sci-fi movie, and uh, I I did have some some issues with the broad strokes writing. Like, I loved the world that they built and uh, everything else, but uh, movie that I didn't have as any issues really with as much as the internet may have, because we all know the internet is amazing. Uh, is from a director <laughs> that I love in James Mangold, who brought us the fifth entry in the Indiana Jones franchise. Uh, we talked a little bit about Harrison Ford on our TV uh, episode, and now we're going to talk about Harrison Ford in the big screen, in the movies. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is my number four pick. I'm retiring. Well, in that case, what are we drinking? Same for the goddaughter. Dad told me you found something on a train during the war. A dial that could change the course of history. Why are you chasing the thing that drove your father crazy? And it was a glorious film, returned to form for indie, and I uh, had a lot of fun with it in the theaters. And just, yeah, just see James Mangold, what he can do with uh, with an Indiana Jones, and uh, obviously an older take on the character from Harrison Ford, but uh, fantastic. I mean, it's Harrison Ford. Let's be mm-hmm. real. We yes, reviewed man. it, right? We had a whole episode on it. Uh, well, we, no. we talked about it. We we we, def- we talked about it, yeah. It, it's, yeah, we talked it's, about it. It's good. Um, yeah. Again, <laughs> time is. I don't even know what time is anymore. Oh, I think Who we talked about some of the movies during our summer blockbuster wager. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was part of it. And and th- th- I mean, this movie, like for me personally, like I didn't love it obviously as much as as Ian did, but like there's some sequences in this movie that are just they're just great. Like there's so much fun and they're so well done. Um, I mean, it, again, ever the the problem with with any kind of Indiana Jones movie, whether they continue doing ones, whether they made this one, whether it's the previous one, doesn't matter. It's just so hard not to be like, yeah, but it's not as good as the original three. (laughs) And and it's like, it's true. It's not, but those movies are like near perfection. So it's like, how like, it's not fair. It's not fair. And there were also some nitpicks going around and some, some issues that people took with it. I "Ah, I didn't bump into that at all. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's yeah. fun, yeah. man. It's great that it's like a really right. good, um, solid blockbuster that you have on your list too, right? Which is which is all, which actually is most of these picks, other than my number. Well, five that's so that's far. the other thing about my list is like <laughs> I went to see so many movies in theaters that they're usually big blockbusters, right? I didn't see yeah. a whole lot of the uh, smaller darlings. I, I I will say that no one will save you. I watched on Disney Plus because that's where it released. I I think it's one of those movies similar to, um, oh man, what was it from last year that should have come into. I know Turning Red was one, but there was another movie. Oh, Prey. 
Prey was my favorite movie yeah. from last year. Yeah, that right. would have that's been a such a good movie on the big screen. I think No yeah. One Will Save You is one of those movies as well, where it's a little quieter. I mean, I literally quieter, but it would actually look and feel great in a movie theater. So, um, I mean, often horror movies are so. So that's that's part of it. But um, OK, so my number four has already been mentioned. Um, this is one of those picks that's going to be on lots of people's lists and talk about blockbusters. It's Barbie. Uh, number four, it, Barbie is just a great time. It does. I, I think I still believe that for the most part, this movie made a lot of money because of the hype around it and the whole Barbenheimer thing. But I do think it's also justified that this is one of the best movies of the year. Like, I, I do honestly think that Greta Gerwig has not missed with anything that she's created. And I'm excited to see what she does next. Um, is it a perfect movie? No. Is it? worth every dime and every second that you sit there and watch this absolutely it is so much fun does so much has so much heart in it and has thought when it's a movie and a brand that really you, you don't expect would need that but that is exactly what this movie is after the first five minutes that that's what it is yeah. and that's the whole that's the whole movie and it's great it is a surprise in all the right ways and um and has some really fun, amazing characters that, oh yeah, like you just and sequences, like especially towards the end. There's a couple sequences where it's just like, wait, where did this come from? What movie <laughs> am I even watching right now? This is amazing. Like beach off the world, the beach off. But in, in particular, the dance <laughs> sequence is what I'm talking about, Ian. Like yeah, that yeah, particular yeah. sequence, I was like, what am I? What this is great, and it. It goes on for a few minutes, but honestly, it could go on for 20 minutes and I would just sit there and watch it. It's so good. So well done. So funny. Um, yeah, Barbie is is awesome. This was higher on my list, but then there's a couple that I shifted around, but it was never going to like get out of my top five. It's so good. It's it's awesome. Uh, yeah, I really like Greta Gerwig's nuance take on okay, it. Like... But when every single movie in the next few years is based on a toy... Um, well, <laughs> yeah. I didn't contribute. Well, yeah, that's that's it, the studios taking it, the wrong lessons from yeah, the, the it, victory. While they while they might be, I would almost guarantee that this will be the best one out of all of them because mm -hmm. it is. That well, yeah, because it had something to say. It had something to say, and most of the yeah. others that will follow. Well, probably what I've heard about it, which right. is like, which right. is like, um, which I like about it, and I I probably will eventually see it. But what I heard about it is that like, yes, it's based on an IP, but Greta Gerwig sort of use that IP to get the movie sort of greenlit because it has a name to then tell the story she wanted to tell, right? Like she could have told well, the yeah. story about a fake so, doll. But she also has but... a balanced take on all of it where it's not just one perspective. It's like, yeah. she yes. really... Yeah, and yes. then I think what Ian yeah. said, Hollywood's going to take the wrong lesson and be like, greenlit, greenlight more Mattel in, to in toy movies where it's like, no, give the auteur director a lot of money to take a good movie. Is really is really this lesson you should take, and it doesn't matter if it's based on something or not. If it if an uh, art, if, if an auteur director can make a blockbuster and do it well, then you know you got something pretty special, and that's I think what this movie is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good sure. point. Yeah, All and right, you know so, if our if our executive that we always send our ideas to is anything like yeah, the Will Ferrell. Then yeah, he's gonna be making and mad he's toy he's movies. great. <laughs> he's so good in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he basically he almost plays he almost plays. Only he's wearing, or maybe he's wearing a suit. Is he wearing a suit in the Lego movie? I feel like he is in one scene. Lord yeah. Business, yes. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but like, no, but like in the real life scenes, I feel like he plays right. almost the same character, but he does that so well. And it's so, so brief in both movies that it's, it's awesome. Um, yeah. He's just another shining, shining, like star, I guess you could say in this, uh, 
in this awesome. movie packed with big names. All right. On to my number three. So we're getting to the top three here. Top three, um, everybody. All right. This is a very big movie. In our TV episode, listen to that. I talked about how 2023 might have been the year of the animated comic book TV show. Well, surprise, it's also the year of the animated comic book movie because my number three is Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Uh, yeah. Sony's actually making good Spider Man movies. Can you? Sony's actually making good movies. Um, yeah. Saw it in theaters. It's, it's incredible. It's a sequel to Across the Spider Verse, which we all love. And, um, you know, it could have been easy number one, but it's number three because it, it, slides a little bit under the first one for me because oh. I want to see what happens. It's a cliffhanger and I want to see how it gets resolved. It does kind of feel like half a movie and I only hold that against it ever so slightly. I still give it a full five out of five stars. Um, I, and if the second one knocks it out of the park, it might not only be my favorite movie of 2024 or 25, it might be my favorite Spider-Man movie of all time. So let's see how it, let's see how it goes. Yeah. I love these, I love these Sony Spider-Verse movies and um, this one just keeps the ball rolling and, you know, ups it, makes it more epic. Does the multiverse better the other than everything ever all at once? This is probably the next best multiverse movie. This is mm-hmm. a better yeah. multiverse thing than anything the MCU is doing. Sorry, Ian, even in Loki. And, and it's a Sony project. And so, well, yeah, that is oh, that one. It, right. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I know everyone, like, everyone knows this movie. Everyone loves this movie. Everyone's raving about this movie. So, that's my number three. Nice. Great awesome. pick. Uh, Mina, you're up next. Let's hit up that top three. My number three is the latest Hercule Pro movie, and that's A Haunting in Venice. Oh, um, I've been meaning to watch this too. Damn. I love yeah, these good. murder mystery um, type movies. And this one did not disappoint. It was really good. It's actually kind of spooky at times. Um, but yeah, it was really good. The cast, again, they, they put together such great ensembles for these movies. Um and yeah i don't want to say too much about it because it's like you can't really talk about these murder mystery mm-hmm. movies without giving... you're gonna give away the mystery yeah yeah it's the third it's the third kenneth brana directed and starring in hercule perot agatha christie character and I, we watched it together and you know we've liked all of them but this one when we watched it it did blow us away more than the other two like it was oh, really, sorry. Well, wow what are the okay. other two um death on the nile and murder on the orient express okay so i haven't seen them but do you do you need to see those no they're no. just they're like her it's just the they're same like detective murder mystery yeah he's just yeah so it's like the kenneth brenna character her girl perot he's like a detective and it's like essentially the premise is like he's always on vacation he gets pulled into like a mystery oh, okay. um cool. Or he's like retired, or he's like, yeah, he's like too old. Yeah, it's it's like it's almost like Knives Out, where it's just you know, <laughs> Benoit. It's is kind of much, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's an older, classic, were... classical, more. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like yeah. they're, they're more period, like they take place. Well, know. I think they're based on what is it, Agatha Christie book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's really well done. Um, again, another Disney Plus movie, so easy to find. 
Um, but I recommend watch, watching it. Nice. Nice. Check that out. So getting into my top three, again, I mentioned this on our TV episode of 2023. I think all my top three are generally contenders for my favorite of the year. Um, so this one's a big heavy hitter, and that's Oppenheimer. So to close the loop on the Barbenheimer weekend, opening weekend, I saw all three plus hours of this glorious piece of film that uh, Christopher Nolan has put together. Oppenheimer, uh, period, sort of uh, historic, uh, you know, film here, like a, you know, a film about Oppenheimer and his life. A just, biopic? Uh, a biopic. Yeah, it's a biopic. <laughs> exactly. Like, just like for, for that to reach that high and to make as much money as it did for an R-rated uh, historical film is, is just, uh, it was an impressive feat. And then, of course, one of the big stories of Christopher Nolan putting this together is that he didn't really use any digital shots. He did all practical effects. Um, so obviously no, like, quote-unquote CGI shots in the development of the film. No, so no exclusive that... CGI shots, I think, is what right, it is, right? right? Yeah. Like, he's, he was all, it was all practical, and, like, he wanted to push sort of the boundaries of filmmaking from a practical perspective. And I think he achieved that in my opinion. And the cast is incredible. And we, you know, I think Dave, both you and I kind of talked about our amazement of uh, just experiencing this. I, I think I, I enjoyed the Barbenheimer experience, but obviously this on its own, just seeing it on the big screen. Uh, Oppenheimer. Is, I'm sad you know, that I didn't. Christopher, Christopher Nolan makes his movies for the big screen. Yeah, I, is, like, so. I'm sad. Like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big Nolan supporter. I'm a big fan of IMAX. I'm a big IMAX supporter. Again, if it wasn't for uh, the life wife and I having our <laughs> two children and our second child, I definitely would have been like at this opening night. I just didn't. I, I just wasn't. I, able to I, see I think. I think you especially see an IMAX. Like, I'm kind of like. I feel so like, like I don't even want to watch it on my TV. Like I just want I to would wait really for it to be released hope... in ten years or something. Yeah. Wait till you have your one hundred twenty inch TV. <laughs> and um, I want to wait to see an IMAX. Like, that's you're, in, you're in luck because Nolan films tend to make their way to the IMAX screen again, like on re- replays. So I, I, you I don't probably, know. I, 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 I think I'm gonna hold out. I, I think this movie is worth watching regardless though. Like I uh, honestly, I watched it a second time at home and we don't have like a tiny TV. We have a, a 55 inch, nice Samsung TV, but like unless it's the sound at certain points in the movie, Incredible I think sound I, I want to be enveloped. I want Nolan yeah, to but give you know, me the experience that he wants. He, he wants people to watch it. Right? Yeah, like, but I, I don't. I don't think this is the same as some of his other movies where it takes real full advantage of it. That's just my opinion. I I don't know that like for a fact based on exactly how many everything the way it looks. I didn't see it on IMAX. I saw it on a regular regular big screen on opening night. I went at eleven o'clock and I walked in the door at like two thirty, like an idiot. Um, it was but. But I, I, I do. I think Mike. I think you honestly like you. You'll really like this movie, and I think if you have a decent enough screen to watch it on, it is worth watching because the movie is to that level. And I think, and I, and I say that base basically saying like, I, I know you'll enjoy it, which is why I'm more confident about yeah. that. So I, I, I am almost positive I, I will yeah. too. And I just, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm such a supporter of the of the format and the big screen and uh, yeah. Anyways, we'll see. I don't want for blockbusters in general. Yeah, I don't. I don't want you to wait that long. Is what I'm saying essentially. Yeah, because I, exactly. because I want you to enjoy this movie. Point. Essentially, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. 
And I heard um, it's a lot of people talking in rooms, right? Which doesn't sound like something you really need a master screen for. So. Maybe that's why I'm saying that. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um, okay. So my my number three, just to, to do my number three, um, has already been mentioned. It is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. This movie is incredible. It looks amazing. Tells a great story. Um, I, I, it's it does Again, this is one of those movies that, yes, it, it probably does give you a bit more of like a visual you know spectacle on a big screen but I it's still an incredibly amazing looking movie um no matter how you watch it uh the bigger the screen the better the brighter the screen the better there's so much going on in this the animation across the board is just incredible um ian's got his uh his spider gwen his uh stacy uh, uh scotty young yeah there you go scotty young uh, a comic book he's showing yeah. us like it's just Across the spider verse man That's it's so good. it's just so it's so so good um yes i think the cliffhanger ending you're right mike is a little bit of a knock to it but i do think that the journey to that point is still really great so that's why it still sits in my in my top three so yeah um yeah, yeah spider-man across spider-verse would be number three all right my number two movie of 2023 is i think it's safe to say the best action movie ever made whoa that's right. ever made uh, i'm saying it here and that's john wick chapter four. Oh have man seen it, dave i have seen it it is okay. the best double dragon movie i have ever seen <laughs> <laughs> I, like i say it i say this without hyperbole it's the best action movie ever made i like that's it that's all you have to say okay okay um it it just it's just the culmination of all of the years of action movies up until now, but done better and just things every minute is something you've never seen before, and it's absolutely incredible. And like to just it just blows every other action movie out of the water. It's what I've heard described as generous filmmaking, um, mm. and it's just like every scene is incredible. They didn't want to come back into the movie unless they had different things to show you that you've never seen on a film. And every action scene is unlike anything you've seen before. Which but, which is hard to do in a John Wick. Oh, hard to do. Sh- it, like it, it, series because action movies have been out and they've come up with new new things to, to show you, right? Which, ju- just with it, just within this franchise, how do you come up with new stuff? Oh yeah, like, it's the fourth <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah, it's the fourth <laughs> one. And to be and it's like they've 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 reached the peak. You know what I mean? They've conquered that. And uh, I love the whole franchise. Mm-hmm. And Lena and I watched the first one because I heard it was good. And we were just like blown away. Like we freaking love this movie. And we've been there for every single one. We went to the theaters. Like there's a few times that uh, Mina and I will go to the theaters. Like we'll make an effort to like arrange babysitting for our two young children. And like, it's a lot of effort and go to the theater. And John Wick chapter four was like one of those. So. Like appointment viewing, so to speak. Like yeah. that's, yeah, that's something. I mean, that alone should make it in your top five, no matter well, what. Yeah, Even yeah. if the movie's bad, it should Spider-verse make it. Was also one, and, uh, my number one was also one of them. So there you oh, go. Okay, interesting. All right, so that's right. my number two, John Wick. And Ian, I did say it was the best action movie ever made. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, so suck on that. <laughs> suck on. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Mina. Uh, you're your number two. My number two. So this movie is high. Um, 
And I think part of it is like the sentiment behind it. So this was the first movie that we ever took our four-year-old, who's our oldest, to see in theaters. Oh, I'm glad I did this. And this is the Super Mario Bros. movie. All right. That's a go. Okay. I'm coming at this movie from the perspective of a parent and we talk about a lot recently especially around like the Pixar movies how they're not making movies for kids there's nothing for my kid to enjoy when watching some kid movies lately and the Super Mario Brothers did it perfectly it was simple. The plot was simple. It was fun. It was entertaining. The visuals were fantastic. All the voice actors. Uh, I know um, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong was a bit like much, but I mean, it was just so much fun. And like listening to her sing the Peach song. yes it just it just has so much nostalgia in my heart that like if we're talking about favorite movies of the year this has to be up there for me um just because of the experience behind it just watching Mm -hmm. like she sat on on our laps eating her little popcorn bucket just wide-eyed the whole movie that's true. We ditched our baby, who was like, I don't know how many months old at the time. <laughs> we ditched our... No, no, no. Yeah. That's it. We ditched, ditched our baby. That's like, that's we, it. That's, 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 we, we, ditched, take... we ditched the fresh her. one. Yeah. <laughs> so we could take her to her very first movie theater experience ever. It's the first movie she ever saw in theaters with the Super Mario. So it's such a special movie awesome. to us. And the fact that it was actually a good movie was like, uh, made, it, made, it, made it so all the better. And not only good movie, but a movie that we have nostalgia for mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. she loved too. And she's not just she some so... like throwaway kind of it's, thing, and, and, right? And, and it's yeah. so it it's true. It almost made my list. Like I, I could have put it as number one because of the experience of watching it through right, our right. daughter's eyes. Right? Like I spent most of the probably more of the movie watching her than I did the screen. And it was the scary scene with the like skull troopers and she was like shaking in her seat she was so scared right like <laughs> to be a kid again it's like reminding you when you're a kid again and you're enveloped by a movie and it's like you're experiencing it and it was yeah so that all of that goes into it and yes. good choice good choice that's awesome I, i'm so happy that like this movie in general came up because while it might not be like the greatest movie ever you're right you know like you said if we're talking about our favorite movies and incorporating the experiences in those choices that's what that's what matters that's why we do this yeah. that's why but we watch these movies it's it's a kid's movie like it's yeah. not oh yeah yeah it's not meant for us it, it's meant for her and to like other than the benedict cumberbatch version of the grinch it's like i have she she loved it like she just <laughs> she was out of like the movies we want to watch with her it's it's one of the ones that like she actually enjoyed. Like she sat there the whole movie, was into it the whole time, was talking about it afterwards. So it's like 
it nailed being a kids movie and mm-hmm. that made it really enjoyable for us like we just recently saw another one we saw that migration movie mm-hmm. again they just they they're just missing the mark of like this is not a movie for kids like it's it's a whole movie about ducks avoiding dying like being killed to be eaten and it's just like it's it was just like I just have to give the Super Mario Brothers movie props and put it on my list because it was just simple it was for kids it was fun it was perfect for what it was supposed to be right that's a good way to put it it. yeah it gets it It gets it 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 just gets it it gets it they get it yeah that's awesome Super Mario Brothers. I think that migration trailer was at the beginning, and I was like, "Oh my god, are they doing a duck hunt movie?" Like, I just thought <laughs> like they're gonna do all the Nintendo classics. Um, uh, That'd be amazing. It, you know what would be choice. great about that trailer is if they did that. If they were making a duck hunt movie, so all the ducks and whatever they're trying to survive and whatever. All of a sudden, the dog comes in at the end of the trailer. You're like, whoa, duck hunt! <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be so cool. Uh, but yeah, if that if Mario Brothers did one thing, it you know. It, it get right it captured by nostalgia for you know the mm-hmm. best video game franchise right so it's mm-hmm. definitely a, a good choice uh for my number two of 2023 it's going to be my favorite animated film so it's also my favorite animated film uh but it's not super mario brothers it's spider-man across the spider-verse because oh, yeah if into the spider-verse kind of dipped into the story and introduced us to miles morales and this one focused more on Spider-Gwen and I think yep. just did amazing things with putting a new team of Spider-Verse allies together, you know, Spider-Men and women. And uh, it just, I don't know, this movie is great. And, you know, contrary to what you said, Power, it actually is so high on my list because I, I thought it improved from Into the Spider-Verse. I thought it was a... I agree. Now that yeah. they've kind of uh, set up the the world and you know that movie did a lot like into the spider-verse cannot be understated because it did a lot mm-hmm. to set up what they're trying to do but this just took it to new heights in my opinion so you know i wasn't really too bothered about the fact that it's kind of inconclusive because i do know that they're doing a trilogy so it's, it wasn't too too big a deal for me i thought there was a bit of an arc there with miles escaping from the spider society and you know with uh, spider-man 2099 and all that stuff but uh i really just thought it was a great movie and so artistic like the most creative i've ever seen animation get to and like a big blockbuster scale kind of thing so yeah it was it was pretty cool so yeah spider-man across the spider-verse across the spider-verse all right my my number two has already been mentioned um before we hit record i i spoke about it to, to mike and mina about like you guys just have to watch this movie. I just I just want you to watch it, Mike. I just want you to watch Oppenheimer. You don't want me to wait. I don't want you to wait because okay. it's so good. It's, it's so good. I, I so this so this was on my top five and was likely going to stay on my top five, but then I watched it a second time about I don't know, like three, four months later. I think I watched it in November or October for the second time. Watched it at home. So sure, it's not the same experience. I get that. Um, but watch it with my wife for, she watched it for the first time. We watched it in two sittings cause yes, it is quite long. Um, but, uh, she thoroughly enjoyed it. And when I was really watching it for the second time, I really caught more of the details. I kind of understood sort of the, the storytelling mechanics that, that, that Nolan created in this film. And, and it bumped up on my list once I, once I watched it the second time, I, I do think that it is 
one of his, if not his best movie that he's made. Um, it is excellent. It is very, very good. Um, there are some shortcomings in it, mostly surrounding some of the female characters. But other than that, I think this movie is is incredible and everyone should watch it. There's one scene in particular, which I did talk about when I did my like 2.30 a.m. review and put up on our podcast feed that stuck with me and is just as impactful the second time around. Um, Oppenheimer is an incredible movie and should be watched by anyone that has a chance to watch something for three hours um it, it's great it's fantastic it, it's it's not necessarily an easy watch all the time but it does some really amazing things and has some excellent casting and acting so um yeah i look forward to a time where we're maybe ranking christopher nolan films because he has so yes. many great films yeah. so, yeah. you know what there's so many that's that that's actually a yeah that's yeah. that's a good call yeah i like that all right. Um, all right, Mike, you have the honor slash dishonor of being the first all person right. to uh, talk about your number one. Number one. All right. This uh, I feel like this is going to be a surprise to you guys. I, but uh, I actually have no idea where any of the three of you are going to go. Yeah, I love same, it. I love same. it. I think I know Ian's actually, but I don't know. Oh, OK. Ma- okay. Ma- oh, yeah, I guess. so. Yeah. All maybe. right. So this one is on brand. Quiet you. This is on brand <laughs> for me. This is another comic book movie. Another movie based on a comic book property. My number one movie is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. My favorite movie of 2023. That's right. And listen, it's on. I got to stay on brand. I came on this podcast the very first time and talked about the movies that defined me. And the movie that I mentioned first was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And the way I reviewed this movie on my Letterbox account in my one one board review was, this is the Ninja Turtles movie I've been waiting for my entire life, right? This is the first movie that really got the Ninja Turtles right, in my opinion. I I know you can say, hey, it's h- higher than Spider-Verse, but the animation style was, you know, they copied the Spider-Verse animation style. But yes, that's okay, because they improved upon it. And the animation style is incredible. The the voice acting is incredible. The action is incredible. It's the Ninja Turtles movie that I've waited for my entire life. And I considered the Ninja Turtles my gateway drug, my introduction into comic books. Before I loved comic books and could read, I loved Ninja Turtles and playing with the toys. They've been part of my entire life. And it's by far the best Ninja Turtles movie like by a mile and one of the best animated comic book movies ever made. And I just, I just love it. When we did go out of our way to see it in theaters, uh, I just had to see the Ninja Turtles in theaters. And like the Michael Bay destroyed the Ninja Turtles, and for them to make this uh-huh. epic comeback, thank you, Seth Rogen. So much uh, so that we've taken it. a break from talking yeah. about those movies. And we, we've been meaning to review this movie on the show, and it's almost, almost like. Uh, this you know, is almost the review of the so Michael Bay brick it's wall. It's almost fun that we haven't because it would have blown the <laughs> surprise that this is my favorite movie. But yeah, I like oh, that's that true. That's a good point. Like, Never thought I of that. that yeah, much, yeah, yeah. I did. I really did. We haven't talked about it because we've all been saving our thoughts for the review. Maybe it's all your number ones too. Or maybe you guys are just like me and you loved it as much as I did. But I, I actually, yeah, it's my favorite movie of the year. I love it. Nice man. That's nice, awesome. Nice one. That that's true. That the, the fact that you're calling back to like episodes from I, I don't know how many how many years ago is that three four years ago at this point yeah. 
that you're saying that that was like the define that's that's awesome that's i didn't even think of that that's amazing nice number one ninja turtles all right i like me some ninja turtles as I don't know if I can see. I know, Dave, you're a fan of the turtles. I know, Ian, you're a fan of the turtles. I have three Ninja Turtles things on the wall behind me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just like, man. Big turtles turtles, So much justice. It's a good time to be a Turtles fan. It's just a good time to be a Turtles fan. It is. It is. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Mina, uh, we know what your number one is. It is Ninja Turtles. Uh, Ian, on to you. (laughs) Oh, that'll be Ninja Turtles? The Ninja Turtles? It's actually Teenage They were, they were they were teenagers in this movie. <laughs> right. They were actually teenagers that, in this movie. That yeah. title is quite the mouthful. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. It is. It's a little too much. Yeah. In a way, it's a little too much. Yeah. Um, all right, I, Mina, you're uh you're number one of the year. Is not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Although it is in my top ten. I will say nice. it was um it was a really great movie and a fun experience in the theaters for us but it did not make my number one my number one movie of the year is my action kicking dog loving hero john wick wow chapter four i love these movies and just exactly what mike said these are the best action movies ever made no one's gonna be able to top these they are just so well done and i'm not gonna lie going into it i'm like can they still make another good john wick movie Mm -hmm. and i think that's what makes it so good is that like you don't think they can do it and then they do it and you're just like holy shit that was amazing please give me more just pump it into my veins it's just it's so good it's exactly what it's supposed to be and it's just and like he just looks so classy the whole time it's like an action so hero dapper <laughs> in a suit and it's keanu reeves our canadian um i don't know ass kicking hero <laughs> my god just it's just funny because i'll never forget how we sat down to watch it the one night and mike's like i have the perfect movie for you and he didn't tell me anything about the movie no and when way. I found out it was about a guy who was avenging his dog. I just, it was love at first sight. It's just such a amazing premise for a movie like this. And then they build this whole world around it. It just, it was so good. I loved every minute of it. And it's. It yeah, you were deserves... like the first scene, like at the John Wick, when it's like them murdering the dog. You looked at me, you're like, what the fuck did you like put on? Like, why are you making me watch this? <laughs> then by the end, you're like, okay, that was awesome. Like, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. in, in air defense, I don't want to see that either. I don't want to know yeah. what I think. Like, I just oh. want to see, like, just tell me that the guy's dog died, like, passed mm-hmm. away of old age. You'd be like, yeah, that's an inciting incident for me. That's enough for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that works like for me. Yeah. Fuck you guys. That <laughs> that sets them off is just like that's like the yes. his motivation, his revenge. Because it's always like, like they killed the his origin story. Four movies later, <laughs> yeah. his origin story is because some people killed his dog and fought yeah. him. Like it's incredible. <laughs> it was just it was just so well done. Like I where like how many flights of stairs did keanu reeves fall down like in oh, that man. final infinite stairs it, yeah yeah and i think <laughs> all like, of the stair falling was amazing 
it was the best stair falling you could ever see in any that scene is incredible that scene's amazing he was actually falling downstairs like that yeah. like he they literally just tossed him down those st- and like oh, you watch Mike the and movie I and you're like what they were actually in Paris they actually were shooting each other in front of the Arc de Triomphe and cars were circling around at high speed like it's so real looking it's so amazing yeah and foo baby I know gun foo <laughs> I know kung fu for the last time. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, Imagine Turd Ferguson shows up. That'd be the best movie ever. So I'm actually surprised by both of those. And uh, I know Power, you 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 think you're leaning one way for me. Might be right. I was surprised by the Ninja Turtles pick, uh, but I'm happy that you're staying on brand because I think we know I like to do so on Back in My Day. My number one is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, James Gunn brought it home, landed the plane, so to speak. Uh, we got a rocket raccoon origin story here that just sets up the heart of this film. And hey, guys, the MCU, I don't think it's dead. So if you're looking <laughs> online, you think it's dead or dying. Uh, I think the MCU has landed my movie of the year the last three years running so uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was no different just uh, man like we said one of the best trilogies in the MCU uh, this this movie the the villain it the cast everyone one of the best trilogies of all time not just in the MCU like, though that's yeah yeah like it's show. it's good despite you know you know it, it transcends just being a genre film right like it's like it's it's good good set of movies there from James Gunn and happy to see him go on and hopefully lead a promising future for the DCU, but we'll see. Yeah, re- regardless um, whether you're a Marvel or DC fan, it's just, you just want it to succeed anyways, right? Like it, it doesn't, you know, you just, you just want to see him kick, right? kick more ass and make great movies. Was. Right. So next project was the fact that it's another yeah. property is, is that, that makes me not more excited, but I'm just, after these three movies, I'm just with James Gunn. I'm just a ride or die with him now. Yeah. He's, he's proven himself. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, my number one. I got two superhero movies in there in the, the one-two spot, so sitting pretty. Yep. On All break. right. I, I, <laughs> strong as ever, man. Strong yeah. as ever. I agree. I, uh, which comic book uh, movie did Dave pick? Which comic <laughs> book movie did I pick? Uh, it's funny because I was about to set up a joke, and you kind of uh, you kind of nailed it. The joke was that my number one is Shazam. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I haven't even seen it. Probably never will. Fury um, of the gods. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you what the what the subtext. Hey, the that's subtitle not was even right. funny. <laughs> I haven't seen. Dave it. wins a box office <laughs> summer movie wager and makes us watch Shazam too. <laughs> Shazam again. Um, I yeah, I haven't seen it. Probably never will. Um, I, it took me years to even watch the first one, which which was okay. It was it was pretty good. Um, I mean, it was filmed in our. Ba- just save yourself. It, I know. I'm not. I'm not going to bother. Um, my number one is actually a comic book movie. No, 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 no. don't toy with me, Dave. Don't it toy is. with me, buddy. I am toying with you as long as I what else can I say about this to set it up so I don't actually reveal exactly what it is? Um, my my f- it, okay, so this is this may not be the greatest movie of the year. It may not be the greatest movie of all time. It doesn't matter. It is my favorite one. It is one that I've watched now three times since I first saw it in theaters. Oh, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, the one that I first watched on the plane in the back of a seat in front of me. Yeah, 100%. Um, it is 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. That oh, is my favorite movie. What? Yeah. That's this, crazy. This movie is just fun. It's just a good fucking time. And that's all I wanted out of it. And that's exactly what it does. Plus more. It's goofy. It's it's funny. It's flashy. It has amazing animation. Every all four of the turtles are acted by actual teenagers or, you know, 20 year olds. I can't remember exactly how old they are. And they're all excellent. They're all amazing. I think what they did with April is great. What they did with with uh, uh, Splinter is great. What they oh did God. with all the turtles is great. Jackie it's, Chan, my favorite. Is Jackie Splinter. Chan is hilarious <laughs> in it. It's like, look, I brought I brought all the Chris's. They're all here. Look, I, I bring the real world to you. Like, it's just, there's all these little jokes in it that are, it, it, the only unfortunate part about this movie is that it's very timely. I think it will not age all that well as far as what the what the jokes are because it's really all about the last, like, five years essentially is kind of what it is that's fine though because people like us at our age it was meant for us like this 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 is not super mario brothers movie where it's meant for kids and adults this movie is made for adults there's a lot of jokes about that there's small Mm -hmm. comments in the background of some of the turtles where like you know where they throw the ninja star and it hits april's helmet when they first meet her like there's there's things that the turtles are saying behind that unless you like replay that scene you won't catch that small joke because they're always talking over each other because that's what kids and teenagers do when they are doing something stupid uh you know at night when they're not supposed to like it's just the music's amazing the animation's amazing the voice acting is incredible um the story is fun and 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 is a story that you don't expect i think um and it's just watching it for the third time in the last six months I love it even more. It is great. I laugh the whole way through every single time. I think it's Mike, you said it's like the perfect Ninja Turtles movie. It is. It's got to be that or close, but it's definitely the best one they've made. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's um, true. Dave. What, like what cemented it for me was I've talked about my love for Jackie Chan on yeah. this podcast before. Yeah. They put a Jackie Chan action scene into yes. the movie. And only if you are intimately know Jackie Chan movies, would you, you kind of get yeah. what they were doing? <laughs> Intimately, but, you know, no Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> but like, what? Like, doing like, only Michael R. Powers. You know, like, Jackie Chan's famous for, like, his, this certain kind of action where he, like, uses the props around him. Yeah, man. And then put Splinter into this scene where it's like, Jackie Chan is old now. He can't do it anymore. But he, but in the animation, the voice actor, like, Splinter can do, give you a modern day Jackie Chan action scene. Recently. Yes. <laughs> comically using the environment the wheelie chair him. yeah the wheelie chair is like jackie chan you know it, the ladder scene is the most famous jackie chan action scene where he uses right. a ladder in his martial arts scene and it's hilarious and it's awesome and it's so so jackie chan so like that's the honestly the part that sold me the movie i was like holy shit they put a jackie chan action scene into this ninja turtles movie this is what it's... did they go into my brain and make like <laughs> pick out everything I wanted and put it into a movie? Like what the hell's happening? Like that's what I thought. So did they yeah. did they incept my intimate thoughts <laughs> yeah. and feelings about Jackie Chan and make that into a movie? In a movie they did. My favorite property of all time that I was since <laughs> a kid. Oh my god, Lord and or who made it? Seth Rogen. It's 
it, it's just yeah it, it's it, like i literally watched it for the third <laughs> time like a week ago and i was like yeah no i already had it at number one but it it cemented it there so for sure. The movie, Dave, it's just so wow. it's so much fun, and for someone like my wife who like did not grow up in Ninja Turtles, it's fine watching them. But had a really good time watching it in the theater, and again when she watched it for the second time, um, uh, just last week, like it's just we're we're there just laughing the whole time, just having a good time, and I think that's what movies are about. Um, when when that's the type of movie it's supposed to be, and and they just. They just do such a good job. They're writing in the middle of us watching it last week. She just said like, oh, the writing in this is really good. And it just is. It's a com- it's a comedic movie. It's a comedy that just happens mm-hmm. to be a really great animated movie and also happens to have some pretty fun action scenes, um, which with some incredible music, because if you want to put a tribe called yeah, called quest in, in, in a movie and just basically base all the action scenes, oh, fight scenes, like, no diggity. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's, yeah, no diggity is great. Yeah, that that song shows up like three times in the movie, which is which is awesome on its own. So, um, anyways, I can keep going on about it. I love Ninja Turtles. I love this movie, um, and I'll probably watch it again because I just <laughs> I just laughed my whole nice. life through. I know all right. So, what do you guys all think right. about Ninja Turtles being the 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 definitive movie it fits i mean we had the batman the year we did all the batman movies and then we're having you know it wasn't on your guys list so if you guys are good with it it is it is my number six it just oh wow my list so i'm i i I, I would say it's either that or it's spider-man i think those are the two i feel like i don't know yeah i don't know where ian lands on the Turtles. Um, Ninja Turtles movie, but I Spider Man didn't even make my top ten. So okay, um, yeah, so Ninja Turtles is around twelve for me, like an honorable okay. mention. Okay, that's that's pretty close. Maybe, maybe the yeah, yeah. The Turtles. I think you can go to the Turtles. Like two number ones, it makes it very heavily weighted. Then it's also and three top tens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, I'm hey. good with that because I have heavy beef with the Spider Man movie. <laughs> Heavy beef. The heavy beef. The heavy beef. Heavy beef. (laughs) It's not just average. It's got it's got some weight to it. Yeah. That's a big year for animation. I'm back on Monday for sure. We got a lot of ones and twos. So um, I did say the episode it's the year of the animated comic book TV show, but it might also be the year of the animated comic book movie because Mm -hmm. it has to be. Yeah. Like Turtles, Spider Verse. Like, come on, incredible movies on like basically all of our list and uh you know it's so it's it's, it's a lot well, of I also I also agree with you power that you don't get mutant man without into the spider verse. You don't you don't no that's watch, true it's true it's like the animation style they they just aped it completely but we we mentioned I, that I still th- I still think it does its own thing though. I I honestly do it think does. it's, it's it not quite different. the same. It does, yeah. but it, it I just don't sense. I don't think you get the same yeah, movie without either. breaking them breaking ground totally. on that animation. They totally. do like yeah. a Pixar style like they kind of tried before like Totally. Yeah. For so many years that sort of Pixar style was which everyone was doing and it's smoother Spider-Man. animation. Spider yeah. the first Spider-Man movie is the first one that kind of like broke through with this new style that mm-hmm. now people are being um, adventurous and- what's it called puss in boots the last wish or whatever it's, that was pretty yeah, good it's like everything's yeah. gonna be kind of like this this spider style until something else wait is that what that mo- other one the- is that what that movie looks like oh man yeah it's really good it's oh, i didn't know that's movie. what it looked like i didn't realize yeah. oh okay. okay that's a good one and then the, of course lord and miller did another movie the uh mitchell's versus the machines oh, so good 
that movie's amazing. That's such a good movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got Turtles as our uh, uh, yeah, consensus, yeah. at least, or agreement that it's it's the we uh, will build towards and finish what we started. Yes, we will. Turtles we, to watch along. We will get there uh, for sure. Um, we, so yeah. Anyway, speaking of Turtles, yeah, if you want to hear us talk about uh, the three ninja turtles movies from the 90s you can do that on your podcast feed at back in my day um but uh until that time we also have our favorite tv shows of 2023 and lots coming up for the rest of 2024 mike where can everybody keep track of all that yeah so really quickly if you follow the show on social media at day back in is our handle across all the social media platforms and we have a patreon patreon.com slash back in my day where we kind of go a bit deeper uh have more of our of our shows and movies we go all the way into our we're gonna go all the way to our top 10 we like to review the disney plus star wars and marvel shows so check that all out on our patreon and uh if you don't if you can't subscribe to our patreon just find back in my day on your podcast app of choice leave us a five-star review leave us a little rating how you enjoy the show it all helps and thanks for listening amazing well everybody thank you so much for joining us through 2023 and as we head into the rest of 2024 We will see everybody next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.